I do. And I don't. Kat, do you? I do. I don't. <laughs> you do. You, you're, you do. I do. You do. I totally well, do. Well, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I think it's crazy, too. Well, I mean, I think you should, like, not be so dismissive before you've had the chance to explore. Uh, no, it, it's, it's healthier and even safer to just say, like, I don't. And then, like, if later on somehow it's proven that I should, then I might. But right now, I do not. Mm. And you're saying immediately that you do. I definitely do. Well, that's insane. You can't just, like, just go, well, I do. Like, that's, I wouldn't. Sometimes I can. And those are the moments where I'm usually right. Well, you may, but I don't and I won't and I wouldn't. I mean, I'm, okay, I shouldn't say I won't, but I might, I like, because I might. But right now, first First, like my initial response, I don't. Okay. This is a podcast where Kat and I just talk arbitrarily back and forth (laughs) for an hour saying that we do or don't. And uh, you get to guess what we're talking about. Yeah. It's always the exact same conversation. But then at the end of the podcast, we reveal that it was having a pepperoni pizza once you've already had a bowl of spaghetti. Oh, that's a lot of carbs. Yeah. So, you're saying you would, and I'm saying... I totally would. You catch me on the right <laughs> week in the month, I would do that unapologetically. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's it. That's the show. Yeah. Um, Thanks for listening. <laughs> Have a great week. <laughs> We're getting worse and worse at this intro business, I think. We actually... Actually, what do we actually actually do, Kat? Well, typically you declare that it's Monday in some kind of musical oh. and outlandish fashion. Which you've like gone by the wayside with. Monday, Monday. There you go. The mamas and the papas, my favorite. It's a classic Joel Monday greeting. Uh, but then we give people, actual listeners, marriage, relationship, and sex advice. Mm, heavy on the sex advice. Because nobody's getting married anymore, it seems. Sometimes we, we, it does get very sexy. Very sexy. Which we, I think people don't realize how sexy you and I are. I think some people might realize how sexy I am. Oh, that's nice. Just a couple. I've been like, you know, chomping at the bit here trying to, you know, spread the news, spread the gospel of my sexiness. And I don't think this podcast has helped one bit. I don't think that's true. And I think you know it. (laughs) I actively know people who have slid into your DMs. So More than one? Yes. Um... And now this whole new plant More than two? This whole, (laughs) maybe not more than two, but I've had exactly zero people slide into my DMs by virtue of this podcast. Really? Truth. But the new plant thing, I think, is really going to turn things around for you because it's awfully cute. It's awfully cute. And it's nice. It's funny and it's clever and it's well-produced. Thank you. Thank you. I approve. I approve. Um, Um, We both said um at the same time. (laughs) What the that's crazy. Okay, so anyway, as we said, this is a sexy podcast. Um, <laughs> and Kat and I are just a couple of cute people that are sitting on our hands. Um, <laughs> we're also doing that. <laughs> What's going on, Joel? Saying that we're we're definitely not going to do it ever, ever, ever. <laughs> um, but so, uh, Kat gets these questions. You guys send them to I do and I don't show at gmail.com or or. I do and I don't dot show our website or Instagram and Facebook at I do and I don't show. Um, and then we, Kat gets these questions. She reads them. She brings them to me and she says, hey, what do you think of this? And I go, well, isn't it obvious? And she's like, no, I, I couldn't figure out an answer at all. I'm like, well, 
you don't even know what you're talking about. And then I answer it and she's like, you're right. You are the best. And that's basically the structure <laughs> that's of That's exactly the show. how that goes. <laughs> All of you who've listened know that it's true. Yep. Um, and, and then she doesn't get any DMs, I guess, because you're not as wise as me. And then I, think I get that's like, it. people going, we want to bang you, Joel, because of how much, because you said making out with someone's pussy. Well, I mean, that was a particularly good episode. I'm not going to lie. Even I started looking at you differently after that one. But um, I think, yeah, I'm not here to get laid. So I'm here oh. to try to help people. Joel. Yeah. I don't so. know why else anyone would have a podcast. <laughs> Is that the new cool thing? What's the purpose of this? I've got a podcast. Oh, I have to tell you a story. This is a good story. So we kind of started a weekly update of my dating life, right? Mm -hmm. Are we going to carry forward with this exercise? Okay. What happened in this last week, Kat? Um, My crush from college reached out to me on the internet. Not not on a web, not on an app, obviously. No, through Facebook. And we've been connected since college days. But it's a weird trifecta of like my two college best friends that I got back in touch with within the same like 24 hours that this other person reached out to me. Mm. So, you know me, I'm like, the universe is sending me signs. (laughs) And this person has a podcast. (laughs) Crazy, right? Are we going to... uh get on their podcast they get on our podcast i think it's a possible matchup what's the po- what is the nature of their podcast i don't know if we're gonna say what yeah we can is. we can totally say um so in his adulthood in his 40s actually he realized he was on the spectrum mm. so his podcast is all about living with an adult diagnosis of asperger's syndrome and mm. it's fascinating shit like he's so vulnerable i've only listened to two episodes but i was like whoa that's so wild does he have guests or what is he um, is it just him going i like- he does eventually have guests like he launched in 2019 and i'm only on episode two um but i i see down the road that there are guests involved so i was kind of like oh wouldn't it be cool if we had him as a guest to answer questions about dating and relationships mm-hmm. when you're on the spectrum while you're plowing him well, he's. I don't. I. I don't want to be presumptuous, Joel. <laughs> but I <laughs> thought he. Was, I thought he was in BC, and he's only as far away as Stratford. Hmm. hmm. You could go to the theater. Well, it, that doesn't exist. We wear masks anymore. and. Uh... <laughs> but, but there are other nice things to do in Stratford, like reconnect with the guy you had a crush on when you were in college, and look at swans, and look at swans. Oh, swans. Um, yeah, so I don't know that that's actually a dating update, but when you said like people are sexy because they have podcasts, Mm -hmm. I thought of that. there you go. Because it is, it's the cool podcast. It's very vulnerable and he still looks really good. Now, Kat, let me ask you this because Uh we we went down, we we taught our listeners how to make a lady squirt Mm -hmm. um, and that was successful for many of our listeners and uh, you included. Mm -hmm. Now, when you are, uh, you know, approaching a new sexual partner yes is that something that you're going to be like this is on the menu like let me get you to like is this something that you're motivated to do (laughs) well I think it's a case-by-case scenario but are you like I'd like to squirt tonight um do you just like throw that out there just be like hey let's try this yeah have you like you can be like hey yeah I don't know how you would say that if like as the guy I'll go like hey, if you want to squirt, we could probably do that. Oh, my God. I would die if someone said that to me, like in a good way. Oh, that sounds fun. I love that kind of direct shit. So I will say that um, any time spending I have been doing is still very new. Mm -hmm. 
It's like the early stages of figuring things out. You're not just out. jumping into fingering things out? Fingering things <laughs> out. There hasn't been a lot of dialogue about what we should or should not do at this point. <clears throat> at the time of recording this episode. I wonder if you, I wonder if like, w- would you do it in the moment where you're just like, here, shove your fingers up, you know, can you feel, <laughs> can you feel this little uh, area that's, that's the skein's gland. Now finger fuck that skein's gland. <laughs> I just feel like that'd be too much talking. <laughs> I think maybe what I would do is just send them that episode and be like, can you listen to this listen before to this. Thursday night? Yeah. Just, just listen to it. Particularly focus on question number two. <laughs> and I'll see you Thursday. Yeah. Um, also, this is the thing. Like, I don't... I know it's such a weird time to be non-exclusive. <laughs> Because there's a pandemic. Mm. But I also don't know that I want to be exclusive in any particular Uh-oh. circumstance. So I'm grappling with that right now, too. Why is it a grapple? Well, because mm, I don't, I think, like, it's a, out of courtesy to my roommate, like, how many different mm, social faces. interactions. Interact- yeah. it, that sounded like erections. How many erections? How, how many social interactions? How many erections do I want to interact with in bringing like potential? How many erections exposure? have to be in her kitchen? <laughs> what? Who's this? <laughs> this is a different erection cat. No, I'm like not bringing anybody home because it, we just haven't done yeah, that. Yeah. I don't actually even think she'd mind because she's chill as shit. But our walls are so thin. Like yeah, I don't. Yeah. Well, I'll punch a hole in one of them. <laughs> Get a glory hole <laughs> happening in my house. Oh, no. Um, no, I I don't know. I'm just finding it all so strange. Can I ask you navigate. this question? If you were to, like, <laughs> you don't, you say you don't want to be exclusive, but if you were to meet somebody that you're like, yeah, we talked about it last episode where it's like, uh, this isn't a long-term uh, meaningful uh, relationship, but boy, the sex is fantastic mm-hmm. and they're available. Yeah. Would you, like, would that kind of, like, kill the uh, search for you a little bit where you'd be like, I'm just going to enjoy this? I mean, I guess that's part of it is that there's literally no search. Like, I am not actively trying to find people. They just kind of seem to keep finding me. And then they're interesting and attractive people. So I'm like, okay, well, let's see. Let's see what this is. So even if you had someone that was, like, filling those needs, you'd still be like, oh, well, yeah, I'll try this one out. Well, I think part of what compels me to, like... Oh, man, I'm going to get in shit for this. I know it. Um, The part of me that wants to kind of, like, keep all options open is the part of me that doesn't want to get attached again Mm. in any, like, unconscious way. You know, I'm very afraid of making shitty choices for myself in relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, so much so that sometimes I'm like, I think I should just clear the slate and just stay home. (laughs) That's where I'm at in my journey through singlehood. Like, I can't handle any of this right now because I don't want to make the same kinds of mistakes that I have in the past. So, yeah. Well, maybe it's better then to just be like, once a week I'll see Fred and then I'll see Charlie and then next week I'll see... And Peter. already, like, two people in one week is too many because I have my child half the time and yeah. then I have no time for my girlfriends or well, this just is what to stay I mean. home. <laughs> just, like, the logistics of multiple partners, let alone the logistics of one, Yeah, you know... Yeah, Yeah. I think it's going to be a drag. I think I'm going to end up cleaning the slate and saying, I'll see y'all in 2021. (laughs) That's not that far away, really. It really isn't. I don't, again. I'll see you all in a couple weeks is what you just said. Fumbling through my singlehood. And and like not wanting to be an asshole, not wanting to hurt nice people, 
not wanting to dismiss anyone because timing is weird and like yeah. things aren't, al- I don't even know what to do. Like Stratford sounding like a really optimal distance, <laughs> like <laughs> occasional weekend visits. Yeah. <laughs> but, and, and I think that those are things. And if you're honest with someone and, and send them this episode, um, they will have that information and they'll be like, okay. <laughs> and then my passive aggression will be taken to greater heights than ever before. <laughs> so I think that's enough of a dating update. The, the bottom line is I still don't know what I'm doing. We're going to get into the questions, but I did want to say mm-hmm. Merry Christmas. Uh, this is the 21st. Oh, this is our Christmas episode. Yeah. The 25th is just around the corner. So uh, to Merry all Christmas. of our listeners, Merry Christmas. <laughs> to you as Happy well. Happy holidays. And uh, I hope you have a, a wonderful, a wonderful uh Christmas. Joel was very good about reminding me that we did a Christmas special last year, but I think we have zero Christmas questions this year because nobody has to deal with their relatives. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what is happening for my Christmas this what, year? Yeah, with what the are family? you guys doing? I don't know. We I we haven't I haven't had the email that says what we're doing. It's usually Christmas Eve, but like it's definitely usually more than ten people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're Dutch, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> And also, uh, there's the whole thing where, um, you know, right now we're in orange, but by by Christmas time, will will we be in red in our area? Like I guess Toronto's. In I red. didn't know we were even in orange. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it's uh, it's always getting worse. By the way, Kat, everyone's wearing masks. Everyone's oh, I wear social masks. Isolating. How wear how masks. are numbers rising? I don't know. So don't anyway. Know. Whatever. Maybe because people are not dating exclusively. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you raising the numbers by spreading COVID to all your suitors? Uh, but asshole. but the problem is that uh yeah, we who knows? But I, I don't know if uh I have a feeling that that Christmas is gonna wanna move forward as per usual. But uh who knows? But we're gonna answer your relationship questions even if they may not have a Christmas bent to them but no. we did want to say oh, yeah best wishes for yeah. the season to There's all a few of you. more days you're going to be celebrating christmas your traditions may not be upheld in the same way this year but i think the slowing down and the quiet intentional celebration of the holiday might be super meaningful in a way mm-hmm. you didn't expect mm-hmm. yeah S- stay don't open. ignore don't ignore the christmas time it's a beautiful time of year and if you're in my bed i expect a present um or okay. at least your jingle balls on my face right cat Jesus Christ. And your candy cane up in my chimney. No, the baby Jesus is weeping at you. (laughs) Let's answer our first question. I'd like some ox. I I don't care about the ox, but I'll take some ass. Nice. Um, (laughs) Nice. Get into my manger, sweetheart. Dear God in heaven. I'd like to meet my little Mary the Virgin and fuck the... No, wait, hold on. That's not right. No, please stop. (laughs) Please stop. I'm not even the Christian one here and I'm getting uncomfortable. Okay, question number one. Okay, uh, I have to like fully apologize because this one came in at the 11th hour mm. and I did not, I was unable to do the research that I would have liked to have done. Don't worry because I'll shoot from the hip and solve this problem. We might just be able to do that. Okay, as I get older, I'm increasingly aware of how fluid my sexuality can be. I'd like to experiment more with same-sex partners, but I don't want anyone to get hurt in the process of my exploration. Is it rude or unethical to explore my sexuality with people if I know I have no intention of having a serious relationship? Are there apps that can help me do this? I'm a male in my late 50s, and I haven't ever been online for dating. I've had a couple of encounters, largely in my younger years, but after a recent divorce, I'd like to see what else is out there. Hmm, 
Interesting. So I tried to Google, you know, like at the 11th hour, grinder for seniors. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he, this guy just can't use grinder. I got like six pages of foot treatment catalog links to like grind the calluses off your feet <laughs> so there is well, no there you go sir there uh, is no gay dating mm. app specifically towards people in their later years well you don't and i i, I would assume that something like grinder doesn't you it's all age ranges you can all set anything i think so know. too but i what i would do is i would um you know get pictures of you like um, putting your finger to your mouth, like in that, ooh, I'm confused, you know, and like, you know, maybe biting your knuckle, you know, that that kind of, uh, uh-oh, I don't know what it's like to be with a man, but I'd like to try. And then just put in your little write-up, just be like, um, I'm just here to experiment and see where things go because I've never done this before. I'm just an innocent you know, curious, curious, bi curious. I don't know what it. What yeah, term. I would say probably bi curious. But find you know the appropriate uh, thing, and then I'm bi curious man, and I think that you'll get a lot of people that want to be with somebody like that. I have many gay friends who love straight men. This fresh meat. Type it's like of a thing. whole thing. I don't know if it's fresh meat or if it's just like closeted men are like a whole thing and in this case he's not closeted he's curious so maybe you know that would be yeah because it's hard to say that that's a straight gay guys that like straight men but do they like genuinely straight men <laughs> and try to turn and them try to turn them well I do, I do know one or two people who have definitely done that but how can you turn someone that's straight well and again sexuality is a spectrum straight, right, right? It's, these terms become so stupid yeah, there. I think I think that there are very few people who are. Yeah, we've like, had this conversation. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I th- I just feel like yeah, use grinder, but don't use the foot grinder. Use the actual. Yeah, app. use the actual. Create a profile for yourself and just be honest. But like, I think all the apps uh, you can be man searching for man. Absolutely, yeah. So there's no reason to you know not like triple down with you know. Tinder, Bumble, I don't know how Bumble works if the woman speaks, talks first, if it's man searching for me. Oh, I've been a bi woman searching for women on Bumble and I've been like, oh, okay, now what? Now what who happens? Who goes first? Yeah, who, who initiates this conversation? What Can do I do? Can either go? I guess. Well, that's fun. And then if you both go at the same time, I think that's like scissoring. It explodes. <laughs> <laughs> the, app, the app just shuts down. Well, that I just killed the app. Um... <laughs> But the men, they match each other. They can't talk. Bumble's no. actually anti-homosexual. They can't. There's no... <laughs> They're like, men can't talk to Sorry. men. That's ungodly. Um, but I wonder. Sure yeah, I've, ne- I've never asked that question about Bumble it's with like, guys and guys. I think maybe when it's a man searching for a man, they're like, are you a twink or a bear? <laughs> there are like way more categories than that. Twink's message first. Bottom's message first. <laughs> Bottom's go first. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. I don't I wish I was more informed to answer this question, but I do feel I, but, I think I think the fear with some people in posting like by curiosity is that someone they know is gonna see them. Mm. Right? And they're not ready to be out in the world yet. If they're using a more conventional app like Bumble or Match or Hinge, 
Um, is Match even an app? Do I just keep saying that? I, I, there is an app. I'm Match. sure. Match.com. But is I don't. A website, I, I, think I think that if you're looking for something, I th- those ones always have Match. I think is like you can't message unless you pay or something. Right. So Hinge, Bumble, and Tinder. I think those are, are the popular usable mainstream without, ones. Uh, yeah. But I think if you're using an app that's more targeted towards like the gay community, mm-hmm. there's probably a lot more respect around privacy in terms sure. of people being out or not out. And and the numbers of homosexual people will be much higher. Yeah. Because that's all that tried and all there. true homosexuals yeah. who can show you the way. So, um, but the, the question here, of course, was, I don't want to hurt anyone. I want to play around with dicks, but I don't want them these dicks to fall in love with me. I think that there's very little risk of this happening. <laughs> <laughs> I've known dicks. I have one myself. And, uh, You're A-okay. Yeah, I think that they can handle a lot of pleasure without falling in love. Yeah. It's a, it's a magical quality of the dick. <laughs> but yeah, like we've always said, just be kind of transparent. Put it on the table. Like, this yeah. is where I'm at. This is what I want. And, and, and maybe say, you know, I don't even know if I, I'm going to be into this experience at all Mm -hmm. so i might have to shut this down you know 15 minutes in yep you know i might find your penis in my mouth quite horrific i think that's an unlikely scenario if he's curious i guess he probably has that interest will probably and it, it does say that he he's had a couple of encounters in his younger years that's a whole other situation like did he explore any of this while he was married i wonder Maybe we had that question where the husband was watching gay porn. Ooh. This is him. <laughs> He's back, baby. Uh, wouldn't that be great if these people like revisited us through the years? Listen to this podcast. They said it's okay if you watch gay porn and if you're not gay. Well, thanks, honey. Uh, we should get a divorce. <laughs> but this podcast was good. Let me write them a question about how to handle all this gay stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah. But this was would be a great question for when we had uh, our gay guests that could... Remember, we were supposed to get a gay in here to... Uh... A gay? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Joel. We're going to have to get you some sensitivity training. A gay person? A gay person. We were going to get a gay man in here. A gay man. Or a gay woman uh, to answer these questions about these uh, issues. But, uh, yes. I'm still into that. Yeah. I guess maybe I have to wait for my gay crush from college to resurface with their podcast. And we'll bring them on as well. Yeah, let's cr- cross-pollinate on that one. I'm on mildly horrified about how I literally just threw out the gauntlet that I would go to Stratford and have a booty call with this guy that I knew in college, <laughs> just like this on our podcast. He, he's like, uh, he's, he's not like, going to hear I just it. wanted to say You're hi. on episode two. He's on episode two. He's not going to hear episode 56 for quite some for time. Long, I think you're going to be time. okay. Oh, God. <laughs> just put it in the, the write-up. And Kat confesses to being willing to go to Stratford to fuck a guy from this podcast who you tag in the episode. <laughs> oh, my God. Just an FYI. <sighs> um, but, yeah, be up front. Be up front. I think these, uh, these fellas that you meet are probably going to be more than happy to give you tutorials. Service your curiosity. Yeah. <sighs> okay, last question. No, that was the that first was the question. First one. <laughs> I think you're confused because you talked for half an hour about your dating life. <laughs> Are we exiting that segment? Was already? that a question? <clears throat> uh, question number two. Dear Kat and Joel, I have a question about dating in your 40s. Mm. Why is it so difficult to find meaningful connections now? Is it dating app fatigue or is it being used to being single? Mm. 
Hmm, these are good questions. I mean, I'm in my late twenties, so it's hard for me to answer it. But um, man, I'm sixty, so I don't really know. I feel like there's. <laughs> That's my new strategy, too. I keep telling people I'm 10 years older than I actually am. And they're like, you look amazing. Oh, tricky, tricky. Mm -hmm. See, that's interesting because I do sometimes say I'm younger than I am. And I still look amazing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You're evil. Yeah, why is it hard? This is so, this is just something that dawned on me with this question. Talk about me and my shooting from the hip thing. But, you know, when I was younger, the internet, the online dating thing was like brand new. Yeah. So we all, you know, I was like an early adopter, fan, I was a fan, but you'd get, there was, I believe, I feel like there was a, um, what's the word, stigma towards it. Yeah. Where it was just like, ooh, online dating, that's weird. Why don't you just meet people at college? Um, and so I would feel like if people were like, oh, where did you meet her? I'd be like, I don't, I don't remember. Like, you don't want to admit it. Um, and even the girls you'd meet would be like, I don't know, I'm just new to this online dating. I'm kind of scared. Online dating's new and scary and blah, blah, And you'd be like, well, just, you know, whatever, meet. So you'd overcome that hurdle. Mm-hmm. And then for like a blip, it was like, we're cool with it. Everyone's cool with it. Online dating apps are great. Tw- Tinder, blah, blah, blah. Now, I feel like it has gone the other direction where it's like the fatigue is such a real thing where it's like, uh, everyone's just looking to get laid. Yeah. Nothing's real. You can't make real connections. There's too many people. You just talk to people. It's a waste of time. Everyone's treading water. It's just like, or running on a wheel, not going anywhere. It's like, what's the point? It's depressing. Let's all just end it. <laughs> wow, that's so fatalistic. I mean, I got really disenchanted in only a week, as there as I go. discussed last week. Yeah. Um. So I can't imagine having been on an app for any extended amount of time. I think that um, our tolerance for potential bullshit, like the threshold, gets really low as we age, especially mm. when we realize, you know, like I can pay my own bills. I have now had children. I don't have a biological clock that's ticking anymore. Um, I really like my own company. You know, you get really clear on what's going to be okay and what is going to drive you nuts with other people. Uh, Hopefully you've done the work to understand your own patterns too and you kind of know what you're looking for or what you're not. When you have like a really nicely realized life of your own, it gets harder and harder to find someone to share it with because I think, yeah, we are all meeting at this really surface level, right? Like it's very hard to get a sense of someone by exchanging a few text messages back and forth or even audio messages. You can talk on the phone a bit, but until you've spent some time in person, how do you do that? So I don't know, like how long does it take? How many people do you have to, as a man, talk to to get to the stage where you're actually meeting someone in person too? Like we've said, you got to meet as soon as possible. But also this person's wondering why, like, are all the good people gone? Did they ask that question? <laughs> no, they didn't say are all the good people gone. And they, I think it was just like, why Why is it so difficult to find meaningful connections? Are we getting dating yeah. app fatigue or... I mean, I love living alone. I love my independence. And if I ever get the idea of like, what would it be like to have someone here all the time? It does seem like a huge undertaking. <laughs> And so, you know, when 
everybody's in their 40s and and somewhat established like you described it's like well what do i need it's going to take someone really really special to you know want them inside your life that intimately yeah and that's why when we're like last episode we're talking about um sex friends and those types of things casual things that you know aren't necessarily long term that you can embrace because you're like the the other side of it is just like too much like I don't know if I can give that to somebody mm-hmm. necessarily and that's going to take somebody that's like an angel <laughs> an you know angel. A, a unicorn a very rare creature <laughs> but you know the other side of it is uh is easier it's easier to find someone to sleep with so if you're on an online dating app and you're genuinely looking cuz you do actually want that companion for life and it's important for you to have that sort of connection that i can only imagine that's really really hard because yeah. it it finding those other fishes that want the same thing are probably going to become more and more rare, especially since there's probably less people. I think in that case, if you know you do want a serious relationship, it might be worth investing in one of the paid services. Yeah. Because I know there are like online dating services where actually matchmakers will help you find a connection. And like, you're, you're, if you're paying for it, maybe you have a more motivation to do something a little bit more serious with it. Yeah. And Whereas, you're not going to just engage the first attractive person you see. You're going to be yeah. a little bit more discerning about where you decide to invest your time and energy. Yeah. So I, I guess... I, I would blame app fatigue to some extent. And yeah, I think another part of it is for sure being comfortable in your ways mm-hmm. and not wanting to give it up. Do you think we answered that? Well, what, was there like, how do I do this? Or is it just like... Why is it difficult to find meaningful di- connections? Yeah, we answered that. I think, I think everyone's just burnt out. Yeah. And people... Connection in general in this world is really weird. It is weird, yeah. And, you know... Like let it like dating apps, notwithstanding, you know we exist online primarily, mm-hmm. and then when we're in public, we don't talk to other people. I don't know if anyone ever did. I was never somebody that was comfortable with, like I'll casually engage with people and and for a laugh make a joke, but to like turn that into like, do you want to date me? Like I've never known how to do that. So I I have rarely been well like I get hit on but that I'm never interested in those people Mm -hmm. what happens for me more often than not is someone will reach out on Facebook who Mm -hmm. I kind of know or is like an acquaintance of someone else who's been one of my Facebook friends for a while or someone will message me on Instagram who I also kind of know and they're always sort of like real life acquaintances I think like the exception is my last relationship Actually, we met at a party, like a very That's a real, yeah, an actual thing, yeah. yeah. So typically, it is someone I know. They're still reaching out digitally before they would just like come up and talk to me in a social setting. I think that it maybe feels a little less daunting to send someone a message and see where it's going to go. Mm-hmm, for sure. So yeah, but like if we if we all are struggling to feel connected in general, that's going to inform dating. Yeah, for sure. In general as well. So that's just the world we live in. And and to turn that around, that would take a huge paradigm shift 
which I don't know if we have time to get into that right now. Question number three. (laughs) My husband wants more dirty talk when we're having sex, but Mm. I honestly feel ridiculous doing this. How can I explore this without feeling like I have no idea what I'm doing? I should teach a course. On talking dirty? Yeah. I'm into this idea. Let me tell you, let me tell you the trick of talking dirty. Which is something that I was gonna like, kind of write a stand. I just had routine. a really good idea. But what tell was yours? Me, no, no, you tell me your idea. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. So, like, we could get an opt-in on our website, so that we can collect people's email addresses and like grow the podcast. And the opt-in could be an audio dirty talk script that we record <laughs> of like key phrases people could use. Do we do this like together, where we'll just like do? <laughs> Like the awkwardness of recording that alone could be hilarious. Cat and Joel just doing like really <laughs> vulgar, dirty talk <laughs> with each other. Never mind. We're going to sell that shit. We're not giving it I away for free. I want you so free. deep inside me right now. <laughs> That's you. You have to say that. That's not. No, we'll totally roll reverse. We'll roll reverse. I want you to suck my labia. <laughs> suck it right up to my clit. Oh my god, I'm dying. It's you organize terrible. this opt-in. Would you pay for this, people? And if so, <laughs> send us much? messages because we can. I just gave you a taste. I mean, there's some pretty good um, it's comedy gold. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, opt-in will give you some really dirt, dirty uh, <laughs> sex talk. But th- this is the trick of sex talk. I was, and again, I was going to write a comedy routine on it, and and kind of go in a different direction with it but what it is the essence of dirty talk here we go is saying what's happening in the moment in the moment like like a sports commentary in a way but you have to just use colorful language when doing it okay so what we do like what you do when you're sexting and and this is that's just basically dirty talk but yeah. uh, you know by in text is you are just saying what the other person is doing to you. Right. So or what you would like them to be doing. What you're like but 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 what they're doing to you like in the sense of like you are getting me so hard right now. Okay. Yeah. You know, and then you would say That's real time. Oh, you are making me very wet. My vagina is dripping. Dripping. You even. know. And then, you know, I he would say um I want you to suck my balls. Hmm. You know, and then she would say, "Oh, I want you to I want to feel your fingers deep inside me as you suck on my clit. Like all you're saying is exactly what, exactly you, what you want or exactly what's going on. I can feel your saliva dripping on, into, onto my asshole. <laughs> is that hot? Well, I mean, it's so like such a sloppy. You're going down on someone. It's so sloppy. It's like everything's or my pussy juice is dripping onto my asshole. Like it's so you're dripping so much. Is that, that sexy? I well, don't know if that's are sexy. sexy. I guess it's all subjective it's too. All subjective. So I will say, like from the female perspective, don't mention pussy juice dripping on it. <laughs> well, no. I mean, maybe that would like really do it for her partner. Mm. But if um, if she's struggling to not feel ridiculous, I think she needs to kind of identify what she thinks is sexy, dirty talk first. Sure. Right, and a, a great way to decipher what you like and what you don't like is by watching porn, mm-hmm. and then you can literally sit there and make some notes. Like some porn stars are very chatty, which I find actually kind of annoying. <laughs> I was with someone once; it was a very casual, like one-time thing, which I can do from time to time, mm-hmm. Joel. And it was like color commentary the whole time. 
And now the penis is entering the vagina. Do you like my big cock? How does my big cock feel? And I'm like, please stop. Like, I just, I just want to think about it for a second. How does your big cock feel? Stop talking. I can't concentrate on your big cock. You can right throw now. in some of that stuff, folks. Yeah, like give me a little. Yeah. Oh, but it just was unending. It, it, there's a few things. Like, um, I remember seeing a stand-up comedian and she, and she said she was sleeping with a guy and he was like oh your pussy feels so good right now or something like that and she's like yeah obviously that's the idea as <laughs> if it was so stupid that he would say that i'm like oh that's, that's so mean. rude no i love that kind of feedback like, okay just your pussy feels great why wouldn't you want to hear that here's a tip for all of course it's gonna feel good you idiot all people all humans who like pussy you cannot tell the person who belongs to that pussy how great that pussy is enough. There is not any universe in which you can tell someone too many times that you like the taste of their pussy or mm. the smell of their pussy or the way their pussy looks or the mm. way their pussy feels. Because literally, from the moment I recognize that I have a pussy, I've been told by the media that something's wrong with it. <laughs> it smells weird. Validate you need to cover it up. You need to clean it out. You need yeah. to protect it. Like It's just like... Praise the pussy yeah. unrelentingly. Yeah. If big dick guy had been like, your pussy is fucking That's magnificent. That's where he's going wrong. If he had changed the narrative yeah. just a little yeah. bit, I would have been He's going, like, how about yes. me? Am I great? Do you like me? Do you like what I'm doing? Fucking enough with the male narrative. Of course you don't narrative. say that. You know what you say? <laughs> you say, you make my dick so hard. Mm. Can you feel how he big actually, and hard you made my cock? He actually did say that. Well, that's a nice way of yeah, framing it. Was, it. it was nice. Um, it was nice for the first like three minutes and then I was like, holy Jesus, this is not going <laughs> to stop, is it? But this is, a, this is another little uh, tidbit to make you feel less foolish. Because mm-hmm. um, I've had an experience in my life where I was just like, do you enjoy this? Yeah. Do you, uh, you know, you're inside somebody you're like, hey, do you like that? And the answer was, oh, yes, it actually feels quite lovely, thanks. And that exact tone... <laughs> Wow. <laughs> That's just not the way to deliver that. No. You got to get your head around this idea of your sex voice. Yeah. So Kat and I have done it in different episodes um, as a joke for fun. Apparently I can't not do it. <laughs> Kat has a very sexy voice. <laughs> it's just the na- this is why our podcast is so listenable. Um, but, you know, you want to be like, oh, yeah, that your dick feels so good deep inside my pussy. What do you think about rehearsing? Like if in front of the mirror, yeah, yeah. If she can come up with a couple of phrases that she can imagine herself saying in some universe, like maybe what she about should do that while masturbating. Oh, that's a great idea because mm. then you have like the erotic charge of your own orgasmic energy. Yeah, you're to kind in of the sex mode, be in the moment. It's like a method acting technique, actually, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, do some method acting with your own pussy. With your, method act your own pussy. Just be into like, oh, it feels script. so good. It feels so good flicking my clit like this. And then, uh, if all else fails, Joel and I will soon have a downloadable. <laughs> audio file to the tune of how many dollars are we selling this for? You know, we're going to go really cheap. We're going to go $2. $2 per download. $2 per download. We should just do a Patreon. Oh my God. We'll just do it's a... Spiraling. <laughs> we can use the funds to create the that Yeah, I do want to don't sex tutorial uh, Patreon. I'm actually kind of into this idea. Well, let's get, let's get feedback. And if no one says anything, you're not going to get it. No one ever says anything until we run into them on the street and they're like, I love your podcast. I'm like, where's your rating and review? <laughs> Why don't you send us a, uh, a comment and say, yes, I would like, you know what, put a... Put a digital stamp on your love for us, people. We need this. Before you post the, this podcast, 
put one of the other posts and say, would you be interested in this thing as its own post? As we'll a standalone see, post? Yeah, we'll right. see if we get comments on it. Like um, it. But, that, so the, but, but that's basically it, is just saying what's going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're getting so hard for me. Oh, you're, you could even say your dick tastes so good. Honestly, sometimes all you need is a real enthusiastic and sincere, oh, you feel so fucking good. Like That's, yeah. That's it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be elaborate. You could say, you could say you're so sexy. Yeah. But the one thing that like. Or even like, I'm going to come soon. Like that could just be uh, it. <sighs> that's know? great. You like yeah. that one, right? Yeah, Everyone yeah, likes yeah, that yeah. one. This is, this one's even better. Don't come. Don't come. I don't want you to come. Ooh. <laughs> it's hard to not come. When someone's telling you <laughs> not, telling to, you come. not to come. <laughs> oh, I would like that reversed on me, actually. I've, I've, I've done that. It, it is. It's effective. But this is something that uh, if we want to delve a little deeper, Kat. Delve a little deeper. Mm. See? It works. You uh-huh. can do it with anything. I think we could try a new phrase right now. What else you got? If we want to, you know, plunge ourselves... <laughs> Plunge me. Into no, that's not that hard. That sounds like a toilet. That's something. Situation. That's something I use in a stand-up. Plunge my tit. What? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's one of my in one of my routines. Oh my god! But listen. Mm-hmm. But listen. No. No, it doesn't. <laughs> listen work. to my butt. <laughs> Wait. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so w- when you and I are talking about doing sex talk, we're both very comfortable in our sexualities and we both know what we like Yes, and we both know how to express what we like. Yes. But if you were to get somebody who is sort of like, well, this guy has sex at me (laughs) and on me and in me, but not as much with me, like I'm not as much present, I, I just let him do what he does and I enjoy it and maybe I orgasm, but I'm not... I'm not thinking about like what it is that's happening that's really turning me on. Mm. It's going to feel foolish and it's going to be weird for them to have to express that. Right. So we're assuming this woman is going to be like, oh, I love your hard dick. But does she love his hard dick? So I guess that it starts with like, what do you like? Yeah. And, what, what and do you like? understand your sexuality and what's turning you on so that you can say that. Mm. If you If you're like... Oh, let's see what terms and phrases I can get out of my mouth without feeling like a jackass. That's not the way to look at it. You have to go at it way from like deep within. You can do something with that. I, I want you deep within. I want you deep within. <laughs> but like, what is like, you know, are you aware how wet you're getting? And oh, wait, <laughs> you're not talking to me right now, right? Yeah, are you aware how are wet you, you're getting? Because my couch I, is I ruined. <laughs> it's shocking, actually, in the middle of it. What day of the week is this even? I don't know. Anymore. It's a Monday. Oh, it's yes, a, it's, a Monday. Cat, it's a Monday. The perpetual Monday. Like, <laughs> I do and I don't. Perpetual Monday. <laughs> um, but, like, uh, is she aware, like, when she's getting wet and what that and how that's happening? Like, is that that excitement? What's happening? Like, does she just go with the quote-unquote flow? Mm-hmm. Or is, is she very present in those moments and mm-hmm. can she start verbalizing them? Yeah, it's a. I think it has to start with the awareness piece. You're right. Yeah. Okay, well, be aware of what you like. <laughs> <laughs> start writing it down. Boy, you want to go home, eh? And then start, yes, I've got like half an hour before my kids home. I got to get out of here. Just- I got to get out of here and deal with this. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Just, Do you mind if I sit on your dryer for 20 minutes? <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah. No, it, I, it will take some practice. Mm-hmm. Assuredly. But if you want to fake it till you make it, just mention things that are happening, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's it. Yep. Don't be like, oh, the blood of in your body is rushing to your penis and engorging it in such a way because you are feeling sexually aroused. Like you don't have to be that scientific with it. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, ooh, you're getting so hard for me, that's hot. That's Perfect. all he'll need. That's true. Um, guys, have a great week. If you have any sexy questions um, or questions that are a little bit heavier, um, send us the questions to I do and I don't show at gmail.com, Facebook and Instagram at I do and I don't show, and let us know. DM us all the different things if you want our sex talk Patreon. <laughs> yes. Tell us about it. And, um, what else, Kat? If you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and or a rating and share it with people who you think would enjoy it as well. And guess what, guys? Sometimes when you're listening to music, you gotta listen to it loud. <laughs> <laughs>